Welcome to Sacred Work, the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs creating impact and income online. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, and I'm the creator of Sacred Funnels, helping you set up systems, automations, and sales funnels so you can grow your audience, increase your impact, and create the freedom you desire. Want to create your own sacred funnel? Download my free blueprint at taylorray.biz forward slash blueprint and I'll walk you through the steps. If you're ready for the perfect blend of spirituality and strategy when it comes to online marketing and building your business, you're in the right place. So make sure you subscribe for new episodes every single week. You ready? Let's go. Welcome back to Sacred Work. This is Taylor Ray, and today I am sitting down with Megan Yelaney, and we are talking all about creating a unique coaching method to attract clients online. Megan is a business coach who helps online coaches get booked out with one-to-one clients and to scale their businesses to six figures. She started in network marketing in 2011, building that business to six figures herself before transitioning into her own health and fitness coaching in 2017. From there, she moved into full-time business coaching, to which she credits the initial growth to laughing at herself trying to do a Fitzbo booty pick. <laughs> From there, her hashtag pretty awkward message was born, and she has since built a seven-figure business where she now specializes in client attraction, utilizing social media marketing strategies as well as launch strategy to help her clients and students have a strategic plan to launching their programs profitably and in an organized and stress-free way. Inside this episode, we are talking all about how Megan identifies four different types of coaches in the online business space, the power of online challenges for building your business, Megan's strategies for attracting high ticket clients with no paid advertising, and the importance of creating a signature coaching method to stand out online. There are so many great takeaways inside of this episode, and I know you are going to love it. So as you are listening, make sure you do screenshot your favorite part and tag us over on Instagram at TayRayOfficial and at Megan Yelaney. Gorgeous. Megan Yelaney, welcome to the podcast. Thrilled to have you here, honey. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you so much. I feel like it's uh, about time. We, we have run in the same circles, you know, so many of the same people. So I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Let's do this. I feel like such a long time coming. Like you said, we're so divinely connected through some beautiful souls that we're both very blessed to know. So it's yeah. high time that we both got in each other's space. So yeah. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Thank you again for coming on to the show. I'd love for you to give a little insight into who you are, what the sacred work is that you're doing in the world and how you serve. Oh, I love how you phrase that. Beautiful. Um, that makes me so excited to answer that question. Um, so my name is Meg and I am an online business coach and I help online coaches start and scale their biz specifically by identifying their unique coaching method. And this is something that I've like really dove into in the past few months, actually. Um, we can totally dive into this more, but it was one of those, those moments I was on a, a call with my mentor and we were like, but what is it? Like, what's the thing that I really, really, really do that helps my clients get to that next level? I knew there was something I couldn't quite put it into terms and we got there and I was like, this is it. So I'm really excited. (laughs) Yes. That's so exciting. It's such a good feeling. And I can so resonate with this, like through shifts that I've gone through in my own business. Let's go down that path a little bit. So for you, like obviously helping people to start and scale and, you know, let's dive into the importance of that unique method, like actually crafting that out. And 
why okay. that's actually so important. Yeah, definitely. And I can kind of like share a tiny bit of my stories is honestly why I also developed this. Mm. Um, or I guess identified that that's what I was doing. It was kind of by accident. But when I started business, I started network marketing in 2012. And uh, once I started branching out of network marketing, it was a, it was a health and fitness company. And so I started to do health coaching uh, of my own outside of it and loved it. And I was like, okay, great. Definitely meant to be outside of a company and, and build my own. But I knew deep down, I was not supposed to do health coaching long-term. I knew my favorite part of the network marketing was building the business and helping everyone really personally develop and all of that. Um, but while I was in the health coaching space, I just noticed so many, I guess you could call them, they were called at least at the time, Fitspos. I think that's still what the kids are calling them. Yeah. Not sure. <laughs> but I've been in there for so long. I'm like, wait, are they still calling them that? Um, when I was doing it, uh, everyone was posing a certain way. It was kind of like the, the booty pose where you had to like twist your body in a way it just doesn't literally yeah. twist. I know that. And I, <laughs> right. And I couldn't do it. And I was so frustrated all the time. I was like, why can't I do this? Um, and so I would try to do it and I would, my friends would try to help me and I would kind of post it a little bit. And then I just got to a point where I was like, what am I doing? Like, this is so not me. This is so inauthentic. This feels, I, I don't want to be a coach if this is what I have to do. And so I, I took a video one day and I only mentioned this cause this was game changing for the rest of my business. Um, I was at my friend Brian's apartment and I was like, all right, I'm going to film a video cause I have to snap the right pose when I turn and shift my body in this weird, awkward way. So I'm going to screen record it and then take a screenshot of me in the pose versus trying to like take repetitive pictures. And I go back to watch the video and I'm like, this is just so ridiculous. I'm going to post the video instead. And it was, it ended up get, going in my, for my account viral, like not to some, to some degrees, but I had more views, more comments, more shares, all the things. And I was like, whoa, this really resonated. And I basically started making fun of the fitness industry in a loving way. Um, and just kind of calling out like, what are we doing? Like, who is anyone else feel like this is a little weird. Um, and from then on, I really just kind of like embraced that side of me, which is me, um, having fun, poking fun, um, enjoying, not taking things too seriously. And I started to sign so many more clients mm. and I was like, okay, there's something to this. I developed my brand, which is pretty awkward. And then when I went into business coaching, totally took that with me yeah. um, because when you really develop your method um, and, and also I call it your signature standout, which that was mine. It, it can go across any platform. It can go across any industry change. And that's why I think it's so important to build your brand and your business around who you are because who you are to your core is not going to really change, but a lot of other things will. So that is something I just so believe in. And now how it kind of translates to the unique coaching method is I know what I can coach and what I love to coach on and what my clients sign up with me for mm -hmm. so wholeheartedly that when someone else who's also labeled as a business coach does it a different way, I don't go, oh my gosh, I should be doing that. Or wait, they, they had so much success. Should I do that too? We all like go into that rabbit hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so when I started to like really put my blinders on and just go, that's great for them. I'm so happy for them. And that's awesome. And this is exactly what I do. And that's what they do. And we're so different and it's beautiful. And then there's enough to go around. And when I really started embracing that, like I just didn't compare myself. I didn't get discouraged. Um, 
I'm not saying never, we have our moments, of course, but I was really able to stand so confidently and strong in who I am as a coach and what I have to offer that I started attracting soulmate clients. I mean, such soulmate clients that they would stay on for a long time. They would refer people. It was just such a beautiful breakthrough. And now that's what I like to work on with other people. Yeah. I love that story. And I think there's so much truth to it. Like I've definitely found that myself in my business and people that I work with as well. And it's sometimes there's a lot of resistance around it as well. And I'd love to touch on that is the fear that comes up, you know, a little bit on the, I guess the comparison side, but more so around for lack of a better word, like niching down, like, and I definitely had this story myself and I feel like that's what you do, but in such an authentic way. And it's such a part of how you show up and everything that's been you know, your story in creating your success, it's not niching down. It's not, you know, as broad as that. It's more like, how are you going to identify yourself and how you show up and what value you bring? So for those that, but what does come with it, and in my experience anyway, is a lot more clarity around, like what you said, the exact specificity around this is what I do, this is how I do it. And there are going to be other people that are out there doing similar things, but in a, their own way. And that's great. And it releases a lot of that comparisonitis that comes up. But like I said, for a lot of people, that can feel really scary and like they're limiting themselves by not being as broad and generic. So for someone who maybe is feeling like that, what are some of the strategies that you have to help there? Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's funny. I'm, I'm developing right now a challenge and part of it, I, I don't remember exactly what I wrote down, but it was something like this is like niching on steroids or something like that. I don't remember exactly how I put it. Um, I think it was more eloquently put, um, but it was, it's pretty much like niching is great, but I think like you just said, we can get so in our heads, like, but I have to be more specific and I have to be so, so clear and this is too broad and all this stuff. And at the end of the day, I've literally seen people have pretty generic or broad, I help statements and have massive success because they back it up with so much confidence and the way they do it is different than someone else who, who says the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I think the point of it is it's not so much like that whole phrase. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. It's not like people don't remember how you, this is another one. Um, this is like a, a very small version of the Maya Angelou quote. Um, but you know, people don't remember what you say. It's how you make them feel. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of how I think of it. When I'm, when I'm saying, look at your unique coaching method, it lets you niche down to beyond like I help fitness coaches sign clients in their first month, right? That's really specific or that's pretty specific. Um, instead of like thinking about the actual like person that you're helping and the job that they hold, think about the, um, the way in which you help them. I really think that if we can niche down a little bit more in the method, that's why I say your unique coaching method that's actually what's going to help you stand out. Because when you say, this is how I show up, this is how you feel when I work with you. And this is what I'm, I'm going to help you get to X, Y, Z result, but this is how I do it. I really think no one, like not no one, but a lot of people don't talk about that enough. Like we're so clear on this is the client, this is the result. And that's great. But a lot of people are promising that same result and have that same client. So how are you doing it differently than them? Mm. And then going all in on that. And when you get really clear on that, and I can kind of run through the four different types of coaches that I like help think it's, it's, it's kind of a broad way to start, but it really can help narrow down a little bit. Um, when you get really clear on that, you can see someone else post so differently than you, same type of client. And you're like, 
great. That's awesome. Like we're so different and there's no competition there. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. To me, it really sounds like the embodiment behind the I help statement. Like that to me sounds like what it is, is like, how are you an extension of that? I help and that niche that you serve and how is it an extension of you? And like you said, what's the experience like, like what's the energy that you're fostering there? Like, what is that exchange going to be like? And I think as well, like, it's almost about like creating that tribe, that community, that feel, that vibration in your people. So it's very much so like, they know that they're a part of something. It's not just, oh, this is the statement and this is the exact type of person that I serve. You know, I've definitely found that for myself, like even the transition I made into sales funnels, but for me, it's sacred funnels. So I help women to see them as being, you know, spiritual and of massive service and setting up systems that serve them. And that has resonated so much with so many people because it's different to, oh, I just help you know, female entrepreneurs to create sales funnels so they can bring leads and customers into their business. Like that doesn't have the same embodiment. So I Mm. love this. Like I love this so much. So I'd love for you to expand on the four types that you were saying or some of the steps that people can start to take. You're actually a perfect example um, I would love to use you as an example in my challenge. If you don't mind, I'm going to tag you if that's cool. Go for it. I would love it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because our mutual friend Ruby is one of my examples. I don't even know if I've told her this. I have to tell her I'm like <laughs> talking about her in my presentation. It's all good. It's all great things. Um, but you just, you just like exemplified this so perfectly. So thank you. That set it up really well. Um, because for just like you said, lots of people help people with sales funnels, right? Like there's tons, just like so many people help online coaches start and scale their business. Mm -hmm. But the way you said it, it's like, that's the kind of client you're going to connect with. If someone is not like, if that, if they, they're like, what, that sounds weird. That sounds too woo or whatever. They're not going to be your person. Good. That's great. There's someone else out there for them. And so you just saying that is like exemplifies that so perfectly. (laughs) Um, so there's definitely more than four, but when I was like really deep diving um, into this and like going, okay, what? Like when I look at all the clients I've helped and I, and I, this is actually, I think a good way for you to start to develop your unique coaching method. I literally did this and realized this was what I helped people do. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of an inception in a way. Um, <laughs> but first, I, I, the first step was I looked at all my clients and I was like, okay, what all of the clients that have had the biggest breakthroughs, like the thing that just something clicked and they took off and they just became industry leaders in their own right. What was it? What was that thing that happened with them? And I went through each of them and I realized each of them stood so strong in who they were so unapologetically, mm-hmm. almost like to a fault where they're like, I don't care. You know, like some people yeah. are going to definitely unfollow me and that's great. And it's funny because you would think I'm, I have a pretty awkward brand. Like we're all, I think we're all pretty awkward to be quite honest, everyone. Um, I think we all just have to admit it, but they're, none of them are like me. We're all so different. That's what's so cool. And so that was the first step is look at all of your clients who've had the biggest growth and success that you loved working with and just took off and go, what was it? What's that thing that we did together right there? That's step one. There's something there. So for example, I realized, oh, each one of them, I helped them really get to a point where they totally embraced that. And we almost created their product suite, their content, um, everything around that. So their method dictated how they hired, how they um, posted, what kind of launches they did, uh, what kind of content did they put out, strategic content or 
more lifestyle content. So that's kind of like that first step. And when I did that, I noticed there were like four types of coaches um, out of the people I've coached. So the first one is very strategic. And that is someone who is going to be actually one of my friends, Shannon, at the social bungalow was my inspiration for this. Mm. Um, she is like super strategic. She has like incredible marketing skills. You look at her page, you're like, it's beautiful. And she's got really like clever copy, but it's very like broken down, super mathematical. You know, you're going to get massive, awesome strategy when you go to her. Right. So that's, that's one. The second is I use myself mindset, Megan. Um, I like alliteration. <laughs> so, uh, so second is mindset, Megan and more storytelling based. My content is very storytelling. I'm still going to teach you those, those business type things, but I'm going to, I'm going to really, um, attract you through storytelling content and my, even my coaching is going to be a little bit, it's going to be business strategy, but a lot of mindset too. And you know, that coming in. Mm. Um, and so that's mindset, Megan, and then, um, influencer Isa, which is my friend Isabella. Um, it's, I would say influencer slash aspirational. That's kind of what I think of this one. That is someone who is very lifestyle oriented. Like you want to be her, you want to hang out with her. You want to be her friend. Um, you want to have her lifestyle and she really like her whole thing is CEO embodiment and you want to embody that. It's like a beautiful example. And then last is spiritual Ruby, which I couldn't come up with an R. So I was like, it's fine. Ritualistic. Oh yes. Cause her rituals membership as well. Do that. That's yes. perfect. <laughs> oh, I love that spiritualistic ritual. Cause I like the spiritual, but I love, okay. I love that. Yes. Ritualistic Ruby. Um, and that is someone who really embraces their spirituality and it doesn't matter in which way. It's just that that's who they are. That's like a huge part of their business and they unapologetically talk about it. Mm. The cool thing about this example is all I'm, I'm friends with all of them. Mm. And we're all technically business coaches and we're all so different. Mm. Um, and it's not that you won't, it's so funny because, um, specifically uh, my friend Isabel and I have, have had clients work with both of us. Right. And so, but they've come to us for different things and they've gotten different things out of both of us, even though we're very good friends, technically you would call us, I guess, the same title if you have to narrow it down, but such a different experience and for a different mm. purpose. And so if you look at those four and there's probably like a, a lot more, but if you look at those four, just kind of think, which one do you mostly gravitate to? Um, and then the next step is to really go, okay, how is my content, my product suite, everything else like dictating that? Am I really operating from that? Or am I trying to switch around to all of them and be everything to all people? That is great. I love that so much. And I love the examples as well, because I know each of them as well. So to me, yeah. it's so like, oh my God, perfect. Like, I love it. Um, right. Oh, that's so, so good. But I love how you break that down so that, and this again, like this comes into for you, like it's such a good example of like building out like your unique coaching method. And that for you is what you've done is like built out those four things and people can identify. And for those that are listening and building out their own unique coaching method, like, learn from that, but then yeah. think, how could you create something like this for your clients? Like things like this, that gives them some identification or some sort of, you know, method or process that they're going through. And honestly, it is so powerful. And if you look at, you know, industry leaders, like people who are really paving the way, they are doing exactly that in terms of really building out 
some sort of method. Danielle Leslie teaches this incredibly well. Um, and it's something I learned from her in one of her courses. And I've like passed that on to clients that I've worked with is really building out, you know, frameworks and things like that. So that's another way of doing things. It's so powerful. is just like, if you have some sort of identifiable thing that really cements you as, Hey, this is the thing that I do. This is the way that I do it. This is the method that I'm taking you through. Like it really creates Number one, such a transformation in the people that are working with you. It up levels the value that you're creating. But as well, what I love, and with all of these examples, like you said, you're all technically in the same industry, yeah. same niche, but it, it creates such a sense of abundance around like there's so much room for all of us because we're all doing something differently. And there's going to be, and it's the same thing that me and Rubes, like we have people cross over between us as well. Like, and we celebrate yeah much even though we are both coaches that both blend spirituality and strategy in the way we do things we are still specific in the way that we show up and what our methodology is and how we serve our clients and that's where it's like oh my god there's room for everyone and we can as well i think it's really powerful because it takes away the pressure to be all things to everyone I would, I don't know. I would love for you to like expand on this. Cause I feel like when I was getting started, I had this pressure on myself when I was first taking on clients. Like I wasn't a Pinterest expert, but I was like, fuck, I've got to like try to figure out how to help this person who wants help with Pinterest, like, and all yeah. the things, YouTube and then all like everything. Like, and I wasn't necessarily specific on any, and I could help them enough to a point. Cause you know, they, I was a few steps ahead of them and they were just getting started and everything like that. So it was fine. But I did very quickly realize that this unnecessary pressure to be an expert in every single field of business actually wasn't good for me and it wasn't good for my clients. So I would love for you to speak to this. Yes. You're speaking to my soul. I feel like you read all of my content I planned for next week because it's so around us. It's perfect. <laughs> Hiding in the bushes reading. So, I'm like, wait, is she here right now? This is a uh, free um, so, so perfect. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, ex that's exactly why when I, when I like got this and I was like, this is what it is. I was like, Oh, everyone's gonna be so relieved <laughs> because you don't have to be all things. Um, and when you really get so clear in your unique method, this is like part of the next, this is perfect segue. The next step after you go through, okay, this is who I think I am is okay. Great. What do you naturally love to help people with? Mm -hmm. Now that's probably going to be clear from whichever of the four that you're in. And you can have, be a mixture by the way of both. Like you're not just, I am 110% strategy, you know, and never talk about anything else. Like you're, you're going to probably have a mixture of all four, but I want you to like really lean towards the one that you, you tend to do the most and think if I could just coach on one thing, what would that be? And so I, I, if that's like, like for me, for, um, when it comes to business, right. If we're talking more strategy, um, for me, that's copy and that's launching. So those are two things I want to get better at. So I buy copy courses. I start to learn more about that. I study launching. I look at how other people do it. I want to get more into funnels because I, that's part of that. I want to make, make it evergreen, all that kind of stuff. Right. I am not going to become a YouTube expert. I am not going to become a Pinterest expert. I know a good amount about Pinterest actually, but I will never say I'm going to coach you on Pinterest. <laughs> um, and even though I love Instagram and Instagram is like where I've built 99% of my business, I still don't say I'm an Instagram expert, even though I like could really give a good lesson on Instagram, you know, and people have hired me to talk about it. Still not the thing I'm going to like talk about first. Mm. Um, and so what I recommend is go, what are the things you naturally are like, if I could coach on this all day, this is what I would do. Get better at that. 
Um, John Maxwell said, I, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was from my network marketing days. We read a lot of his books and he said something along the lines of like, get whatever you are good at, like get great at mm. much more eloquently than that. But it was like, where people are so, so quick to work on what they're not great at. And it's, and it's, yeah, sure. If you want to learn a skill, go for it, of course. But if we can make what we're good at, like fabulous and be like the best at that, then we're going to feel so confident, right? So for this year, again, studied copy, um, starting to get more into learning about funnels. Um, but I dove into my life coaching classes. I'm in a six week experience with that. I took a mindset course because I know when I, when I do mindset coaching with my clients, that's when they have the breakthrough in addition to the other little things. Mm. So I'm just getting better and better and better at that one thing. Right. And that's really what I recommend you do. And then go, okay, I'm getting great at the stuff I'm good at. Now, if I had to add on one extra thing that I genuinely want to learn, what would that be? And when you approach it that way, you're going to have fun with it and not be like, I have to learn everything, you know? Um, and for me, like, I'm really honest about that. When I talk to clients, I'm like, Hey, this is what I can do. This is what I can't do. If you want this, sorry, like, like don't, it's not going to happen. And, and that's okay. And if you really want that, then I have a bunch of coaches I can recommend to you. Um, and that's like, when you're super confident in that and you don't try to be all things to all people, that is so attractive to other people. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, yes. she knows who she is and who she's not, you know, yes. who he is and who he's not. And it's like, yeah, it's just very refreshing. Um, and when I started to own that, I was really honest about what I could and couldn't do. I, I had ne never had more inquiries in my life. Mm -hmm. And it just, it feels really nice to be like, wow, okay. You don't have to be all things to all people. And I think people are really get like getting attuned to that and they can, they can tell when you're making, um, and it's, it's not because you're doing it from a, um, a, a bad place. It's because we want to try to be all things. I get it, but they can tell when you're like making false claims. So just be yeah. honest about, Hey, I've dabbled in this, but I'm not going to be the, the person to help yeah. you with it, but I can help you with this. You know what I mean? Definitely, so, definitely. A long, term, long way to answer that. But. No, I loved it. It was so great. And it's so much value in it. And really it is about just being like really authentic and just being very, very honest. And I love what you said there, especially from John Maxwell, you know, what you are good at, get great at it. Like really lean into that. And I, again, I keep going back to myself in my example because I resonate with it so much, but it's exactly the same thing where I was like, hang on a sec, what do I actually really, really fucking love doing? And it was yeah. conversations like with Ruby and our other friend, Erica, the queen of confidence. Like we've got our little mastermind and like, I was like having these conversations and I would get so fired up whenever we'd be talking about funnels and like low ticket offers and upsells and what we could be doing. And I was like, oh my God, you could be doing this. Like, blah, blah, blah. and they were like, can you see yourself right now? Like, can you actually <laughs> see what's going on? And I was like, wait, I actually fucking love this. And it yeah. lights me up. And then exactly the same thing where like what you said, where it's like when you do start to get that specificity and you really own what it is that you do, it's really clear and it's really easy for people to know whether you are someone that they need. And then of course, yeah. that's where all of your inquiries and leads and sales start to really just flow in yeah. because people are like, oh, that's the exact pain point that I actually really need help with. And yeah. so whether right there in the moment or a year from now, they like bookmark you as like, oh, Megan's my girl when I need to go and help. Yeah, I need help with really getting clear on my coaching method and how I'm going to do that. Or Tay's my girl when I need help with setting up sacred sales funnels, like really getting clear on that so that you are front of mind. And it comes back to what we were talking about before. Like you think about industry leaders, like the big people, like 
you don't think like, oh, they're just a generic life coach or a generic business coach. Like you're like, like Jasmine Starr, like she's your Instagram girl. Like you think about like Jenna Kuchar or Amy Porterfield, like really good at email marketing and all that sort of stuff. So it's really about realizing that as early on in the piece as you can. Did you have fear around that though? Was it scary? Um, it definitely was. It definitely was because um, I, th- I don't know if it stems from network marketing days where like you kind of, you didn't have formal education in, in all of this. So you, you did try to be everything to all people mm-hmm. and make all these promises. Um, so a hundred percent, it's totally normal if you're a little bit fearful. Um, but one thing I, I will say, like the more I have clients do this, um, and the more I do this, I notice when people, when they ask, like, why did someone sign up with you? And I even, I, this is a big question I ask when someone applies, whether it's to a group program or one-on-one or, or mastermind, it doesn't matter. I say like, why do you want to work with, uh, with Meg in the application? And nine times out of 10, it's like the vibe, the feel, mm. um, how they show up. I, I, I just trust them. Um, for my clients and myself. And I'm like, that is so interesting. Not one time did they say, because they're going to help me get clear on my ideal client. Now they're probably start to say you need coaching method because I'm starting to talk a lot about it. But like, that just goes to show you that you're, it's, it's such a feeling when someone is choosing a coach, it is such a feeling. So you gotta like really trust that. And and it's not going to happen right away. Just like niching down, you're going to be a little nervous. So just recognize that and like send yourself love. It's okay. Like you, you can be fearful and still push through. And um, this is something that my mentor helps me with a lot. Like don't feel shame for feeling that way too. Don't be like, oh, I should be past this. Like, why am I scared of this? This is silly. Like that's just going to keep us going deeper and deeper. Be like, all right, I'm sending myself love. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel, you know, and, and we're going to get through it, but we're going to still do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I promise you people hire on feel. I have so much proof in applications of myself and my clients. I'm like, no, they didn't mention the funnels that you do. They didn't mention like your cool algorithm that, you know, like they don't, they care, but they don't, you know, like they want to feel heard, loved, protected, seen, and that you're going to take care of them. That's what coaching is all about. So It's that relationship. It's that connection. And it's something that you do so well in the way that you show up. And it comes back to what we were talking about before around like the embodiment of what you do and how you serve. And that is just, that speaks volumes. That's so powerful. And I so agree with you in terms of clients I've had and in terms of coaches I've worked with, like it is so much so about the connection and how you feel and the vibration of it all. So love that. And I sort of want to segue a little bit, like with the relationship side of things, you know, that's something that obviously you're phenomenal at, you're really, you know, creating nurturing relationships, communities, things like that. Even in the example that you gave with like Shannon and Ruby and Iza, like all of those people, I know when I was getting started that, that, I don't know, especially in Australia <laughs> where mm. coaching is this is not really a big thing over here. Like not many people do all my friends are like don't really get it. Like my, my, <laughs> my friends that like knew me before I did this, like it's, it's just not as frequent. It's not as massive as over there. And so something for me that I definitely struggled with in the beginning was like building those relationships and where do you meet the people and like, how do you find people that you're truly aligned with? And you've done that so well. And I would love for you to speak to that as well for people who are getting started or have already gotten started, but they don't really necessarily feel like they have their really aligned community of people that they Mm -hmm. around them that they can rely on. How can people start to build that up for themselves? Yeah. Oh, I love this. Like 
I, this is such an incredible community when you really expand. One thing I will say is if you find yourself in a bubble, try to expand outside of it a little bit. It's easy to stay in your bubble. Mm. And again, network marketing taught me so much. I'm very grateful for it. Um, but I was in such a bubble there and I was just like, so a no clue what was going on outside of it. And once I got outside, I was like, oh, there's a whole new world over here, you know? And and it was just really cool. But a couple ways that I did was I honestly, my first group coach, pro, coaching program I invested in, um, still to this day, I would say there's hundred percent, there's three girls in particular who are some of my closest friends. Like if I got married today, they would all be at my wedding. One would probably be in my wedding party, you know, like we're super, super close. And so that, that was just, I, I invested, I joined a group program of like-minded people who wanted to build their business and met lifelong friends. So that was one way. Um, another way was following, trying to follow people who had similar interests on Instagram that were it, similar interests, but outside of, again, my little bubble. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny. I don't know like really how I came across it, but I think a lot of it too was even though Facebook groups can get a little like inundating and like, ah, there's just so many people here. Honestly, I've met some really cool people in Facebook groups too. So when you find the right one, yeah. um, I've really met some great people on Facebook groups. So Facebook groups, networking, asking if anyone wants to do collabs, trade lives. Um, mm -hmm. I joined a mastermind. That's when I met Ruby, which was incredible. So that was another one doing podcasts like this, trying to pitch to be on podcasts or guest speaking, things like that. I'm trying to think how VP and I met. We just started talking on Instagram so last she's year. She's really good at building relationships. I don't remember how we met. We just started talking. Um, Fire community builder, that one. The best. Okay, great. And go to VP to learn how to do that. <laughs> she's literally the expert. Actually, like her, um, I'm going to her women's circle right after this, but that's another example is like having, she hosts this women's circle every month. So whether it's a women's circle or any kind of uh, like masterminding, but it doesn't just have to be something you invest in. Mm -hmm. It could be something that you start. Honestly, you could be like, Hey, entrepreneurship's a lonely world. Anyone yeah. want to start like a free once, twice a month we meet and just like talk and help each other. Like yes. people will say yes, I promise you. <laughs> so those are some examples of how I got started. And, and honestly, like be open in your DMS. And I'm not saying like you, you have boundaries, you have to have boundaries. You can't like be on your phone 24 seven all day long, but I have, have met some really cool people in my DMS, like really cool people, whether they became clients or not, like it's just be a little open and be curious and, and look at their page and see if you vibe with them. And there you go. There's new friends. Exactly. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, it's all people. And I think that that's yeah. something that people forget because they're like, Oh, yeah. social media platform. And it's just me on my phone. And it's like, it's also someone else on their phone yeah. on the other end. So remember <laughs> that, like, how would you <laughs> interact at a party where you like rocked up for the first time and you didn't know over anyone, you would yeah. reach yeah. out and you would start to foster those relationships. So I think that that's beautiful. And I love the different examples that you gave there, you know, whether you want to be investing or you want to do it through social media, or you just want to reach out to people that you vibe with like there's so many ways I think it's just about overcoming the fear and I can definitely attest to this like I had that fear in the beginning like oh god like everyone's so established and everybody's like doing their thing and everything like that but the more you show up the more that you serve the more that you reach out the more you foster those relationships like 
you mm. will find that quite quickly you'll move up into those groups of people that you were looking at and being like, oh, I wish that I was connected with those people. Like, I can't tell you how many times that's happened in my life where now like I've been so blessed to have so many amazing people on my podcast who like two mm. years ago, I was looking at them like, oh my God, so cool. Like I just <laughs> out with them and now they're like, oh yeah, cool. And we're like DM and all that sort of stuff. And it's like just beautiful relationships that come out of pushing out of your comfort zone, like everything. So yeah. That's good. That's really, really good. Something you're really good at is attracting high level clients, high ticket clients, um, and not necessarily through paid advertising and things like that and really launching really well and just calling in really great people and really great clients. And I would love to speak to some of the more strategic side of things around what you do there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Like while I am mindset, Megan, um, I really am like 50, 50. So I'm like, Whoop lean towards one. And I'm like, I really feel like I'm both though. Um, but I, I do. Yeah. One thing, it's so funny because I think sometimes when you are developing your methods or your strategies and all that, you don't even realize what you're doing until it's done. And you're like, Oh, that yeah. was the thing that yeah. worked. I can like teach that now. <laughs> and, um, and so that's really happened with a lot of the stuff that I do and it's pretty simple. That's what's so cool about it. It's not very hard. Um, but one thing I love, love, love doing and it's, it's something that I do for usually group programs, um, but I love running free challenges, but not in a typical like, all right, we're just going to like do a live stream for a couple days. Like I go all out in these challenges like this. I make them such a big deal for, I promote for two weeks usually, and I run it for five days and, and I, I do this like twice a year. Like the last one I did was in January and we're doing one in, in October. So they're not as often because I want to make them really special. Yeah. And it's so like, it's a free challenge that gives so much value. You could, you could, I could charge thousands for this. I've had people sign clients during this and I've heard this quote I don't, I, again, I'm not good at like on the fly quotes, obviously, but it's, it's like, give away your best stuff. You know what I mean? Like you're, you can't give away too much in a way, you know what I mean? And that's how I feel about these challenges. And so I just encourage you to think like, if I was going to teach my method or my framework or like, what are the five steps or the four to the four steps? Let's start with four. What are the four steps that you can teach someone to facilitate a transformation? You're not going to do it in four days, obviously, or five days. They're not going to have a complete 180, but 360, 180, 180. <laughs> 180. Yeah. I'm like, wait, was that right? 360, um, back exactly to the same position. That's what I realized. I was like, wait, no, that'd be a circle. Okay, we're good. Uh, <laughs> but you're in, in five days, it's not going to be 100% like, oh, I'm so different right now. But you can make a real big change in a short amount of time. And so if you can break down what are like the four main pillars of the transformation, if I had to point it out and make a course and take someone through and they would have the transformation at the end, what would those four things be? Mm -hmm. And then break that in. Those are your four days of your challenge, right? So for a quick example, um, my first day is identifying your unique coaching method and your signature standout, getting pretty clear on that that's really involved. Like that's a whole course in itself. Mm -hmm. So I'm obviously not going to be able to, it's like going to touch on a lot of what we talked about in this and going, going a little more, more depth, but you can't possibly give everything, but I'm going to give enough that they're like, Oh wow. Okay. I got clarity. I got knowledge. I got something, a quick win. And then I'm going to give them homework and I'm going to give them something to think about and to report back. You're giving so much value. You're giving them homework. That's accountability. They're coming back. And then the second day you build upon that. So what's the next step that really you can reiterate the last and then there's the next step up. So I think for ours, it was 
getting clear or signature standout was second day, getting clear on your signature standout and how to do market research around your unique coaching method. So it's not just like market research. It's like, how does that build upon the day before? And then the third day was um, creating kick-ass copy that actually converts based on your unique coaching method. Again, building that. The fourth day is let's sell some shit um, and stand out from your others in your industry or something like that. Um, and so those four, the reason I like say those, those are four key modules in my group program. Those are like the pillars of the program. So I'm literally teaching them the program. I'm giving them value, 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 homework, accountability. Ooh, quick win. I just got something from here. Oh my gosh, I signed a client, you know? I'm trying to help them get that result that by the end of the challenge, they're like, oh my gosh, this was incredible. I launched the program. I go, you liked everything else there? This is just the tip of the iceberg. You're going to get templates. You're going to get coaching. You're going to get this. You're going to get that. So you basically almost recap or uh, I should say preview your program in these four or five days. And then people are salivating for your offer by the end, pretty much. I don't do this for every single launch, but I, I, I reference it back constantly because I swear this is like, it's like a hit workout. I like to compare it to doing a hit workout where you keep burning calories like the next day or, or something like that. Don't quote me. It's not exactly that, but hours and hours later, it's like working for you. Mm. And that's what I think about with this. It's like, this is not just to sell a program at the end of five days. This is, I have, I built so much trust and authority doing this challenge it lasts for like a year <laughs> mm -hmm. so do real value packed trainings like that and don't like you're gonna launch into your program of course but don't do it just expecting that like really go in getting excited to teach getting excited to see their feedback because again people can feel that energy and then they want to be a part of that and they will buy what you're selling yeah so that's been huge with me having signing high ticket clients even if that's not what i was launching at the end they reference back to that challenge. It's pretty yeah. cool. So good. And like you say, like so rewarding in terms of outside of signing clients and making money, seeing people yeah. get such big wins going through that. And like you said, they're signing their own clients and making yeah. huge transformations. Like I did something similar a couple of years back around a manifestation course that I had, and it was like a five day new year challenge and it was aligned and abundant and going through those five days was, I was on fucking fire. Like everybody's right. manifesting so much. Like it was so exciting. <laughs> you know, and then that launched into the program. Someone who does this really well is Catherine Zankina, Manifestation Babe. She does like her five-day challenge for like MBA or RBA, whichever one it is, like two times a year. And as well, like something I want to touch on just came up while you were talking about this. You, from everything that you're saying, you seem like someone that's so good at staying in your lane and trusting your methods. Now, what I mean by this is like, there's a billion methods out there. Everybody's got something that works and it does work because that's what they did. Um, and it can result. And obviously for you, like you've gotten really clear, like challenges really work for you and you know exactly, you know, how you show up, what you're doing. You have the unique coaching method, like really true, tried and tested, but true to yourself. And in that sense, then true to your audience and true to your clients. Something that I see happen a lot is people looking at multiple people who are good at different things. Like that person's really good at challenges and that person's really good at Facebook ads and that person's really good at launching on LinkedIn and that, and then they freak out because they're like, fuck, I need to be doing things on LinkedIn and challenges and masterclass <laughs> and freebies and blah, 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 blah. And so then they're yeah. trying, they're trying, I remember feeling like this in the very beginning, getting so confused because I was like trying all of these different 
tactics of things that I thought yeah. would work. So I wasn't really doing anything great. Like I was kind of just like yeah. dabbling in each one and a bit yeah. all over the place. And it wasn't until I got clear for myself, like what actually works for me? How do I want my business method to actually be my business model? Sorry, to actually be taking place. And what works for me? How do I like to teach? How do I like to show up? All that sort of stuff and getting clarity on my own methods and models that then things started to roll. So for somebody who is in that position, whether they're just getting started or they've been going for a while, but they still feel like they're going in lots of directions, obviously your example is one that they can run with, but what is some of the advice around navigating what the right fit is for you? Ooh, that is such a good question. My answer is probably going to not be what people want to hear, but it's just what I think is what my gut's telling me. It's kind of twofold is one I actually would lean more towards the person and the method, if that makes sense. So if you really resonate with someone and they do it a certain way, try that. Mm-hmm. And, and if like, if you're seeing all these people doing all these different things, right. Um, who do you like, just like, who are you just drawn to the most and try not to think like, Oh, it's because they made the most money. Right. Like one person made a million, the other person made 900, like whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, at the end of the day. So try not to just have it be that reason. Like who do you really, really vibe with? And you're like, Oh gosh, like their energy when they're doing that thing, that is probably going to be what you're also going to be leaning towards and really love. That's what I've found. At least it's so energetic. Mm -hmm. Um, but also is I kind of think it's okay to try a little bit of everything just to see like, okay, did I like that? You know, just to take a test of it. So I I actually don't think it's a bad thing to try, but you have to go in with the mentality of like, all right, this might not be my thing, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to, and, and I like what you said, if you're going to try it, go all in with it though. Like don't post on LinkedIn for a day and say it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Or like I posted every day on Instagram for five days and I don't have clients. What is going on? Like, that's not going to happen. You know, like you have to give it a shot. Um, and so it's like, I, I think it's okay to try different things. But like you said, if you're going to try it, try it, like go in knowing, Hey, I might not do this forever, but if I really go all in with this, it'll probably work. And you know, then I might not do it again and that's okay. So I don't know if that's the right answer, but that's kind of what my like gut was saying. Then it's the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Perfect. (laughs) Honestly though, like I agree with you where it's like, and I think as well, like to lean into even more around the person, like, yes, their vibe and whether you resonate and everything like that. But are they running a business that you would ultimately like to run and their lifestyle too? Like, is it a reflection? Like if you're following someone whose whole thing is like digital nomad and, you know, Mm. launching from different countries, but but you're like, I just want to be like very stationary in my life and like staying home. Like what's like really looking at all the different avenues. So yes, their business model. Yes. Mm. Their vibe. Yes. Their lifestyle. Like, is that something that you would want to replicate for yourself? And then, like you said, being open to trying different things. But if you try one thing and it starts to take like, keep going. Don't then go, Oh, this person over here, like maybe I should try that too, because that's just going to, it's going to stagnate your progress essentially, because you're just going to keep sort of like leapfrogging from side to side instead of actually forward in a direction. So I love that. Very good. Very good. Um, okay. You are mindset, Megan. So (laughs) are there any particular mindset hacks, processes, rituals, things that you do in your life to really just support everything that you're doing? I mean, I have, um, a pretty like 
uh, I don't want to say strict, but I have a very um, routine morning routine. <laughs> I do it every single day, um, even on the weekends. It's very rare I skip it. And it just, especially when I'm busy, like if I, I want to say busy, if my schedule is really, really packed, um, I have to do it. And if I don't do it, I am off. I am not serving my clients as well as I could be. I'm irritable. I'm snapping at my husband. Like it's very weird. I, I like notice it. And so I barely ever miss it. So my morning routine is everything. It really is. I just, I do a little bit of meditation, um, like five, 10 minutes. I journal. Um, I kind of do free writing journal. I found that I used to do guided and I just recently switched to just like, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? Some days it's like a sentence. Some days it's three pages. It really depends. Um, that's the thing I, that helped me. I used to think it has to be a certain way. And I was like, there's no right or wrong. It might be a minute today. It might be an hour. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, and, and then I always love to read in the morning too. I pull a card and then I read, I kind of rotate between personal development or something that just keeps me really current on what's going on in the world and just educating myself or like Harry Potter, like, or random things like that. Like it's, it's, kind of all over the place with my reading. It's whatever I'm feeling. Um, and so that's really been huge. And then as far as like a mindset, like process, this is like more involved. So I'll give a super brief, brief um, version of this. This is something I learned in life coaching school though. And I, I've done it with a couple of clients and it really helps them. And so now I kind of use it on myself when I'm just like, I need a perspective shift. So it's whenever you're, you're stuck, you're having a block and you're like, okay, I have to change my perspective. I'm being negative right now. So I have to be positive. How can I see the good in this? How can I see the good in this? What's this lesson? And I still do that. We were just talking about that right before I was like, life's teaching me so many lessons right now. It's fine. <laughs> um, um, but the thing about just trying to switch from negative positive that I was learning in this class was that you still are bringing the negative with you when you're like, okay, I'm going to just think the opposite, right? And when you're thinking the opposite, you're still thinking of the other thing. That's the definition of the opposite, right? So the way they describe this was so cool. It's like, think of a random perspective. Like I have a little pumpkin right here. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show, I'm showing you my pumpkin. Um, and they're like, pick the first thing up that's on your desk. And you're like, okay, cool. I'm looking at this pumpkin. Like, what do I feel? What do I think? Right? It's like kind of bumpy. Um, it makes me smile because I love the fall and I love anything pumpkin. Um, I love the weather in the fall. It makes me feel homey. Um, makes me feel like I'm in New York and I love, love, love New York in the fall. So it also makes me just nostalgic and like family and, and all this stuff. Um, and like you really embody <laughs> the object or the thing. It could be your dog. Like it doesn't matter. And then you list all these words, you list all these adjectives and you're like, how would the pumpkin look at? this situation, right? And you want to label the situation neutrally. So say it's your, um, say you're having an issue with a, let's say you have an issue with a client and you're like, I just, I, I keep struggling with this client. Something's going on. Label it client. Don't say struggle with client because you're automatically putting a negative on it. How would the pumpkin look at your client right now? Right. <laughs> and it sounds so silly, but all those words you list, it's like, it's fun. It's homey. It's nostalgic. It's, um, it's uh, charming. It's, I don't know, like you, you start yeah. to think of that and then you do that with a couple different objects or things or places. It could be a food, whatever. And you go, which one resonates the most? 
And now then you write a list of things like, what am I, if I'm thinking about it from this perspective, as weird and wacky as it is, what am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to when I'm looking at, at this person, at this thing? And then you make commitments to yourself and it's, it's a whole process. It takes a little bit of time if you're getting coached on it, but like even just doing that little thing, you start to laugh. You start to like, you're like, what am I doing? This is so silly. And you start to realize that it's like, it might not be as serious as it is, unless it's a very serious situation. Obviously there's going to be disclaimers of course for this. Um, but I'm talking more just like business stuff that comes up for us, you know, mm-hmm. we get in our heads and all that. And ever since I started doing this perspective shifting this way, it's just taken things to a new level as far as like productivity, calmness, clear mindedness. Um, we're in a quote unquote busy season right now. And even though I'm working a little bit more than I usually like to, I'm okay with it. I'm like, I'm not stressed out as much as I used to would have been, you know? And I had two clients in particular, I did this exercise with, and they, um, one had a, um, a free challenge that she was really resistant to like rocked the free challenge has nine applications for her, her program right now. The other one signed three clients at a new, um, a new rate she never could before. And we didn't do any strategy. We just did this silly perspective shifting exercise. And I'm like, how cool is that? You know, <laughs> so do yeah. this on yourself because it's really, really powerful and it'll make you laugh and you'll have fun with it. And I just think it's something fun for everyone to try. Yeah. I love that. I think it's very easy to discredit the mindset side of things and to favor just yeah. the strategy, but it is mm-hmm. so powerful and it, business is mindset. Like it is so monumental to how, whether you hold yourself back or whether you let yourself soar, you know? And yeah. I agree. Like there's so many like little NLP techniques and things like that, that I lean mm-hmm. into so much when I'm just in my head too much. And I'm like, how can I look at this in a different lens? How can I zoom out and be above my body and like looking down instead of being in the moment, like little things like that can just, help you to just let go of tiny little limiting things that might be holding you back. Um, and I love that little exercise. I'm probably going to try that next time. I've got like yes. seven crystals sitting in front of me right now. So I'd be like, hmm, selenite. How do I feel about selenite? Yes. You know what's so funny? I have like three right here. And that's like, when I did this in, in the life coaching school, that's one of the things I did. I was like, a crystal. How would this crystal look at this situation? <laughs> Magical I love it. energy, calming, clearing, all the good stuff. Oh, that's so good. This has been such a fabulous conversation. I've enjoyed it so, so much. Thank you so much. For those that want to work with you, find out more about you, please tell them how they can do that. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been so, so much fun. Um, yeah, I hang out a lot on Instagram, so you can go to at Megan Yelaney. It's just M E G A N Y E L A N E Y. That's pretty much everywhere. Um, Meganyelaney.com. I have a uh, Facebook group that I, I really hang out in a lot. And if you just search hashtag pretty awkward female entrepreneur, you'll find it. Um, and that's also our podcast is the pretty awkward female entrepreneur. And it's, um, I love it. I love the podcast too. We got to get you on there soon too. So yeah, that would be amazing. That. We can just yeah. extend this whole thing in part two. I would love Yes, that. I would so, love that too. So good. The last question I ask all our guests is if there is something left on your heart, something that's just coming through for you and you feel called to share it with us now, it can be something that we've talked on and you just really want to drive it home or something else that's coming through and you just feel called to share it, what would it be? I think when it comes to identifying your unique coaching method, this is a question I've gotten before is I don't want you to overthink it. It's really easy to be like, it has to be so specific, so unique right? Hence the term. It, 
it doesn't have, it's going to be unique because it's you. And I know that sounds very like cliche and kind of like campy, but it's just true. Go with your gut. I, I recommend you sit with this. You do a meditation on this. You, you really have a clear mind and just ask yourself, what am I meant to do? And how am I meant to serve? And who am I meant to serve? And trust that that answer is going to be right. And that's going to steer you in, in the right direction for your method, I promise. Such a beautiful way to finish. I love that and can attest to that myself. The truth in that mm -hmm. is wild. So thank you for that. You are a blessing. I've so appreciated having you on. Love this conversation. Thank you for your time, your value, your light. You're incredible. Thank you so much. I so appreciate being here. Thanks so much for spending your time with me and for listening today. If you loved the episode, please be sure to leave me a review on iTunes to let me know and screenshot the episode now to share on your stories and tag me at Tay Ray Official. If you're looking for more support in scaling out your impact and your income with your business online, be sure to head to my website, taylorray.com.au to get access to all my courses, coaching programs, and free resources. 